Welcome back to the newest edition of the Joystick Show, where your four favorites are back online chatting about comic news, pop culture, and video games, all while gaming. And today we're back at it, being Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And like usual, our episode's going to be full of reviews and, of course, some comic book club, along with some other news. I'm your host, Drake. And Thomas, how you doing? What up, what up? Kobe Bear. Yo! And four out of four, Scott, how you be? How's it, my brother? Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, the Kobe bear always. almost got me, man. I was, just, I was <laughs> yeah, like, Kobe dude, that's so clever. That's just like I like that. bear. Genius. <laughs> it kind of made me laugh. Uh, I was going to say to myself, but now you've all heard it, so that's kind of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So we getting into it, huh? Yeah, let's get into it. So we just have uh, not too much now. We were talking about Miss Marvel Episode 2, which oh. was pretty fun. We yeah. got uh, The Boys, the uh, boys. Episode 5. And I think uh, a couple of us have watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nick Cage. The Nick Cage? The, the Nicholas Cage. Oh, full name. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, um, let's start off with uh, some Miss Marvel and Cobes. Were you able to watch that one? Yes, you're at the top of the screen, man. Kick it nice. off. Nice, so a uh, pretty good episode. Uh, some questionable things, but you know, it's it's very much a more kitty show. You know, she's she's growing up, she's learning her powers and stuff, but I enjoyed it, you know. A little bit of uh, Drake's favorite tank, teen angst and love triangle situation yep. going on. All day, every day. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, def- definitely enjoyed it. Uh, all right, let's see. Scott, what did you think about Miss Marvel episode two? Episode two. Uh, you know, I'm really liking it. Um, like, like you said in the past, this is the show I'm looking forward to out of the two Disney shows that come out on the same day. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. I, I know yeah. it's like directed towards younger audience, but you know, I'm digging it. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the characters and she does such a great job um, of making me care about her character. So yeah, I enjoy that. Yep. For show, for show. Drake. Uh, I thought it was good. I, I did kind of, the characters kind of gave themselves away a little bit more. Um, and I thought that was interesting and we'll go deeper into it as we, uh, discuss. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So yeah, to your point, Cobes, it's definitely the show I look forward to on Disney plus on Wednesdays. It's like, it's not OB one. It's pretty much OB two for me. <laughs> and uh yeah it, it just continues to be just a really fun and just happy show and like it it's okay of making fun of what it is you know like we've in the mcu uh if you kind of look back to kind of like original avengers or uh you know the first avenger with you know captain america or thor like they were kind of a lot more serious and this show is just kind of making fun of what is the mcu but in a playful way but while like still respecting it it's and seeing it from like a kid's or like a young person's eyes who's a true fan which for me i'm such a big fan it's like it feels 
like a perfect kind of blend of getting powers and getting a cool story in the MCU mixed with, you know, uh, somebody coming of age. And I'm not always bummed at a coming of age story. Uh, I, I think that this girl, Mon Vellani, just every week is just crushing it. And it's just really, just really fun. So, yeah, I, I liked it. Liked it a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. I, um, I may make some of the things um, and share some of those ideas. I think for me, from a, an adult point of view, like part of the reason why, you know, you as a teen, like, is it the best for you to have superpowers? And like, I understand you're getting to know them, obviously, as teens are, but it's kind of a hearkening to, again, coming of age right there, finding themselves as much as they're finding um, their powers. But uh, I could say you could make the argument another reason why a, a young person shouldn't necessarily have powers, mm -hmm. just because of the lack of responsibility and understanding of what it actually takes, right? Because there are a lot of things um, that are shown within this show in itself that are kind of taken away from the grander, the grander portion of it, right? Like um, when they meet a Kamran who I thought could have been way more good looking. I thought Kamran could have been good looking, but at the same point in time, again, Scott, I know you can have either good acting or you can have really good looking people. I just thought it was super funny when Kamran did let that weird flip into the pool, jumped out. And then I'm like, not impressive like could have been you know yeah. he's a teenager man i know i've seen oh some buff-ass teens i've seen yeah, some buff-ass teens bro probably but like at that party i mean who's doing a double front flip? i know i've never gone to a party and someone did a double front flip off the roof and yeah, like know, stuck like... it yeah i mean yeah, I was, this guy's confident as hell dude I, he's yeah, never exactly. swam in that pool before <laughs> it was very there, uh, yeah, I mean, the the lack of maturity in general is just kind of funny. Kind of watching um, both the girls kind of fawn over her or over Kamran, etc. Yeah, I, and I like the way they're doing it because it's like, yeah, you know, it's typical cheesy. I don't know. I'm just really buying Iman Vellani and how she's just a perfect blend of like somebody yeah. who wants to do the right seat thing and also like just kind of being like a cute in like kid who's being crushed. Yeah, uh, she's who's she's, she's gaining her confidence through her powers, and that's that's affecting her life, like like jujitsu in that sense, right? So I'm yeah. about the the showing of that and how, with you know, again with great power comes great responsibility, but at the same time comes confidence, <laughs> and she's showing right that. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I I think the other thing that I really liked about this episode was we're also getting to see for me like a different culture than I'm familiar with. Like, I don't really know anything, you know, I don't, as far as I know, growing up, didn't really have any like Muslim friends or I didn't really know about that religion or that lifestyle, but it's kind of making it like palatable for me and like understand there's things that they have in common. Like, of course, everybody's a human, but like for me, it's just like, oh, it's making it very relatable. So I, I like that side of it too. And like her friend just kind of identifying herself because of, of her religion and kind of, it was like kind of unique i, I like that too I, it was just like really well done i thought so that yeah. was kind of cool for me just kind of seeing how they're yeah just just showing us this different kind of world and lifestyle and religion that yeah i, I wouldn't normally get to see i wondered um for everybody on the panel here do you think that the the highlight of 
the uh, Muslim culture in, in this Pakistani way, right? Because you're seeing how the women and the men are treated differently, how the portions of the mosque are treated differently, and which could call or could call upon like, hey, there are things that are differentiated, but at the same time, do you feel as if the Muslim community is like, well, why the fuck are you telling our secrets or shit? Or why are you why are you talking about our business, right? Like, I can see both of the both of those things being an issue. Yeah, I mean, do do they not feel like pretty proud of that? I mean, yeah. So yeah. So I mean, not to answer a question with a question, but like, um, so from what I've gotten from people, I mean, just looking at TikTok and Twitter, people who are Muslim are stoked about it. Because they're like, you know, when do you get like a Muslim Pakistani hero? And then when do you get such a good description of or like an accurate depiction of our religion and our practice and our beliefs and coming at it not from like, oh, look, these guys are like the oddball character or, you know, a terrorist or like it's like there's actually like some. There was some like kind of racist, like snide remarks in there too though regarding yeah. that no yeah we can talk about those as well too when they're when they're interrogating what's yeah face like, oh. and she's like be be sensitive you know the fbi is watching them too like what the yeah. fuck why it's, would you well, put that in there dude well they yeah. use south asian as a term for describing people in the mm. indian subcontinent which again we've talked about that before so some of these things are were definitely areas of opportunity i think for for opening dialogue at the same point in time like as the from a, a lack of understanding of Muslim religion, right? When yeah. you're seeing this this differentiation between male and female and how they're treated differently. Um, from my perspective, I feel like the community, the, the deeper Muslim community would say, uh, that's the way things are. And so why are you trying to highlight things that, that are that you don't understand kind of a situation? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think that how would we be able to see it or understand it being on the outside looking in if there wasn't shows like this? And I'm not even saying just Mr. Oh, no, Marvel, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, so I think the more you get these things out there, the more people can understand it. And it's like, yeah, I mean, just I'll speak for me personally, like not knowing anything about Muslim religion and seeing this now, it's like, I think I do have a little bit of a different understanding about their practice and their beliefs. You know, and I think if I take one thing away from it, if even if it's just that, I think that's kind of a big thing, you know, like, so I, I don't know. It's like, I'm not a practicing Catholic, but watching, you know, or reading Daredevil to me, like, makes me understand that there's, there's different factors that drive people in their life. And there's different codes of conduct or codes of operation or whatever, the way they, you know, operate in their life that. I don't understand, but for some reason, that character to me makes it a lot more palatable. And like, I get, like, I at least, I don't, I can't say like I fully understand it, but like, at least it, it starts, I can relate things in my life to how he's describing it, if that makes sense. And I, yeah. I feel like I'm getting that a little bit with this too. Like, yeah, her friends, you know, that's, it's part of who they are. It's their religion. And, you know, I come from a pretty religious background and, you know, with my mom and everything. And it's like, I, yeah, I think there's a lot of similarities that I see in how her parents practice that I could see in my own family. And it like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but I wouldn't necessarily have made those connections had I not seen it in a place where I'm also getting a badass like Marvel story. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I, and I yeah, I think um, that's 
because the the creator or the screenwriter or whatever she is um british pakistani so i would assume that they're she's not gonna like write it in a way that's like not good to her like yeah you know so, yeah why, why would she want to like this? and, yeah. and I, I would assume it's like it's more in the sense of like hey these these may be some like different things you've never seen before if you're not familiar with like the muslim culture and all that like religion um but these are also a bunch of like we're we're still all the same like we're all people mm-hmm. um like you know we got friends just like you got friends we talk about the same stuff like there's like you know we got to see them um praying and whatnot and how like you're saying like how they divide like the men and the women and like yeah i could see that being like you, we're, we're not used to that and we're like oh that's like messed up are they trying to show like you know is that what they want us to think like oh like oh, they're not she's equal whatever but you know like she makes a comment and like you you know like through their um their dialogue with the yeah with the the guy running it like they she know like he knows kamala like, okay kamala like you know basically like hey we're in church right now like just like you're saying like um you're not like a heavy um you're not into catholicism but like you know anyone who goes to church or whatever like there's just certain things that are still done and you may not completely agree with all of it but like your family's gone and like it seems like it's also like a social um thing in their community and whatnot and it's just like a yeah. they're all still people and they all still love each other and like and i think they're just trying to show that like this is our religion but we're also just like you guys if you don't practice this like we're no different so yeah. i i like yeah. seeing um yeah i thought they did a great job with all that yeah, I mean, I, yeah, hearkening back to like the religion in general, I think to your point, like it does kind of view, it does show things that you don't really get to see and you get a better understanding. I just, in my opinion, I don't think that the majority of the viewership is going to be uh, viewing that in similar ways that, that we are right now, right? I think they're going to see what they want to see and then they're going to make suggestions based off of that. Yeah. yeah, but I think at the same time, like, as long as what they're showing is like what's really going on, like, I mean, then it is what it is, you know. Like, I, I'd much rather yeah. than tell us, and again, that's us, right? I'd much rather them yeah. show us like what's really going on mm-hmm. versus like, you know, because then versus telling us like a story like that's more palatable to us, because you know, because then there's that discussion as well, right? Like, we've seen movies where they try and Americanize it or they change things just to like fit most americans you know and then they're, mm-hmm. they'll get a backlash on that like like yeah. why not just keep it you know exactly how it really is and so I, I'm, I'm appreciating it yeah definitely but i see what you're saying jake but yeah um, i do what you're saying yeah. oh yeah i mean yeah i guess it could be looked as sexist and but i mean that that is the culture and i think yeah that it, that is the religion and plus what's interesting and, and i that scene is directly taken out of the comic yeah you know like that's straight that out scene. of the yeah that's straight out of the comic like <laughs> with the divider and her talking to sheik abdullah and like that that like yeah so i i mean i i don't know yeah i don't know i guess i don't see it as like a bad thing per se and there's some people who obviously believe in it and love that practice and love the parts of that religion that yeah makes them feel more like themselves and i think they're even doing a good job of showing it with the scene with nakia right i mean she's in the bathroom with kamala and she's saying like you know i 
I don't know how I make it look easy, but I will say this, like once I started putting on the hijab or hijab or I'm sorry if I'm butchering how to say it, but it's like, she's like, I felt more like myself. And yeah, I think that's cool. Like, I I don't know. I I think people should feel more like themselves. Like, you know, um, the internet always has a lot of bad opinions. There's a ton of bad opinions out there, but I I'm always, for me personally, I'm always in the ballpark of be more of who you are, be more of yourself. And like, I, you know, as long as you're not doing anything bad or harmful to me, like I'll love you. I'll accept you. I'm, I'm always down to give you a fair shot and be a friend and all that. Like, I, I don't care about any of that stuff truthfully. And I, I think this is just showing like, Kamala as a person I'm really digging the person she she is and man if I had a a friend who is that authentic and that just about what she was interested in high school like damn power to her because that's it's you know people want to be cool people don't want to be ashamed or feel like the oddball but and there's so many reasons I guess quote unquote you could say that about her but she's not she kind of embraces it and makes you feel kind of good about it at least she does for me and and I like that yeah. yeah, and like going back to that scene you're saying, like um, in the bathroom, like I also liked how she addressed, like she originally like um put that on because she was saying like you know like I'm not white enough and I'm not Pakistani enough, so like you know both sides are like you know saying this, so she's like if I lean into one more, then like maybe I'll find a place, and then she learned to like really she she's liking that part of the culture now now she does accept that part, but yeah. um. I thought that was a nice thing to put in just because, you know, there are, especially living in Hawaii, <clears throat> mm-hmm. there's a lot of like Hapa people, like, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're Asian and you're something else or whatever. Yeah. And down here, it's not that much of a deal, but like, you know, it, it does suck to hear certain comments where you're like, Oh, you're, you're not Asian or you're, you're not white. You're like, you know, and it's just like, well, you know, I'm yeah. both like, so exactly. I'm glad they like address that. Yeah, like that, that was cool to see as well, dude. Definitely, that's uh, yeah. I'm so thankful you brought that up because I that scene really hit me because I I I think I've always kind of felt that way or like it became even more so when I moved to California because I'm like, oh, you know, in Hawaii I never felt Asian enough, and then here, I, you know, in the mainland I didn't feel white enough. So it's like, yeah, for me that that sentiment I thought was delivered perfect, and it's something I feel like I've always felt my whole life. So mm-hmm. I. Yeah, yeah. So not to get too too emotional on it or anything, but like that, yeah, that part stood out to me. And so for the, the and the fact that they can tie it back into something that's inherently a part of the character and that religion and stuff, and then make it to something that I can definitely relate to on top of, man, I, I don't know. I can remember what it's like to be a kid and have a crush and not know what to do and not know how to do it right. Or, you know, am I talking to girls, right? Am I being dumb? Like all those things, like it just, it's really, it's working for me, I guess. And mm. Yeah that yeah i really i'm liking that part of it yeah you wouldn't believe how many times i tell people i'm from hawaii and then they assume i'm hawaiian which i am hawaiian and then i tell them i'm also japanese and they're like whoa did you just tell me you're hawaiian and so they kind of like pigeonhole hawaiian being a more uh larger general type of yeah. ethnicity yeah that like shit it has, happens like all the time yeah, exactly. Like you can't be yeah. Hawaiian and Japanese, right? It's like, wait, that's, but the, yeah, it, you know, being Hapa in Hawaii is a very common thing, you know? And I, yeah, I think that surprises people. So yeah, if that message gets out to more people who don't understand that, maybe doesn't make that comment to you in the future because of a scene like that, then I think that's a win. 
Right. And like to touch on that, Jake, like, yeah, in Hawaii, it's like, you know, it's, I don't know, like growing up, it was always like, hey, like, oh, like, what, what are you? And then mm-hmm. it was like fun to like, no, like, oh, I'm this and this and this, you know, like it was like, it, no, no one thing was more defining. Well, in Hawaii, I, is, I, is much different too, to your point. Yeah, because... in Hawaii, definitely. We use like, we use our ethnicities as, as endearment versus differentiation. Right, right, right. So yeah, it's exciting to be like, because like me, like I'm much more like fair than my siblings even. So I look like I could be from the mainland, like maybe like I'm just like the white. You're the all white pretty fair, aren't you? Um, yeah, but then like my brother can get pretty dark. Like, yeah, if, does it? Is your brother a redhead with freckles? like some some of my siblings if you go they go in the sun and they like will like they look like they're they might be like filipino or something or you know like but yeah i see yeah it's cool to be like oh yeah i'm japanese and korean and like you know sometimes run to people and they're like no you're not you're just white and i'm like so i mean you know i'm I'm also asian and i'm proud of being that but right now in this culture it's kind of like if sometimes it feels like if you're not a certain percent then you can't claim it Mm-hmm. And like it, it was just nice to hear that where she's like, you know, like, oh, I look, I look this way, and like I'm proud of being this as well. Though. So yeah, I could like, kind of relate to that. <clears throat> Definitely. Definitely. Uh yeah. So yeah, I thought that, that was cool. I like the boss scenes. Uh what else do we get? Okay, so we got a high school party. Uh <coughs> I, I love the... huh? Oh no, I was gonna say, can we talk about Bruno for a bit? Yeah, yeah. How uh he keeps kind of getting like drop by the wayside for he, he's just stuck Can't in the wrong. friend zone. <laughs> yeah, he got friend zone. Getting, dude. Yeah, he's oh, that getting, poor guy. Yeah, it's. Here, let's see if we can get Drake back in here real quick. Yeah, would you um, would you would you not go to Caltech? I don't know what that is. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, um. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like. I think he does leave in the comics for a little bit because from uh, the original run of Miss Marvel and then we read Magnificent Miss Marvel, he's gone for a little bit. So I wonder if they're alluding to something that's kind of like a plot point way down the line. But it's also like we we all know he has a crush on Kamala, but when are we going to see it? You know, and and yeah, I'm, I'm fine with having a little suspense there because it... It's not giving me the ick, as they say in the UK, right? It's not like cringy. It's just like, it's right now for me, it's just kind of funny. Someone's been watching Love Island. Oh, man. I can't wait. <laughs> season drops this week. Let's I just go. feel like he's a mate. Like he's, I would say right now, based on just the show, the majority of Kamala's success has been because of not only Bruno's like uh, really? help. What, what has he really... I mean, if you think about how who he is to Kamala, right? He's mm. he's he's of the culture that is not hers, who is immersed in her culture, her what you could consider her best friend, who is also technologically more like smarter, helping her create her fantasy dream of doing the uh, cosplay, and then when she gets the powers, he's the one who's actually helping her, you know, divinate these things, and then. You have the situation. I feel like in in the show he hasn't done as much as in the comics yet. Because in the show, I mean, in the comics, like he definitely events crap for her, yeah. like scanners and little gadgets and doing I mean, stuff. Costume. But yeah. true, true, true. right now, but in terms of the I show, don't think in the show, all he all he did was painted. Right? I thought she made the costume. 
I mean, we don't really see the the making of the the actual costume. But the point I'm trying to get at is like well, he made the sweet gloves, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, he made the so gloves. That, yeah. that she yeah. lost. Yeah, wait, yeah. yeah. What's the point, Drake? What he so he that? he there's a point in time where he, um, he talk he says, oh, so the bangle is like uh making the power come out of you oh yeah right and so a how the fuck did he know that b it's kind of like well so if you're trying to say the bangle is a thing that makes a thing but then at the same point in time you know the the terrigen gas already we're we're already moving kind of moving away from that so it's not even the bangle that's doing something it's already something that's innate inside of you so there's just more to flesh out from there so aside from bruno being a a major character i thought that was also a, a plot point where i was like that's interesting where is that going yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm happy you brought that up because that part made me go like, Ooh. you know, like full Leonardo DiCaprio pointing meme where I was like, yes, like they, <laughs> they're bringing this up because I was afraid that they were just going to make Miss Marvel's power come from the Bengal. But the fact that I don't even care about the details of how he could see the heat signature scanner or whatever, like, let's just chalk it up to in this universe, like people like Tony Stark exist and they can make like some insane shit. Hmm. Uh, yep. But Tony Stark can make this in a day in a cave. In a ca- in a cave yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the best lines ever, right? Yeah. But like, I-, I love that because it was like, oh, the power. So there's, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it still can be the fact that she is an inhuman because there, you know, the power isn't coming from the bangle. It's coming from somewhere inside of her. And so some people are theorizing that, that kind of, was it purple and blue kind of paper mache looking exterior of of hers um, is actually like the Terrigen mist or like in the comics, the cocoon kind of flaking off of her. It just kind of develops in a different way than it does in the comics. And that the Bengal is just, is through Cree technology is just releasing the inhuman gene in her. And so I was like, oh shit, yes, that's tight. So if that is the case, I'm for it. I, I hope it is the case, but I like that that they kind of referenced that it's not just this device. There's something in her that the power is emanating from. Mm. Yeah. You guys feel the same or no, yeah. Like yeah, I, definitely. I, I I definitely like that it wasn't just a MacGuffin, like, oh, you got your powers from this mysterious doohickey that came out of nowhere and has no backstory, you know. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. Going, they're actively trying to find figure out, you know, where where did this come from now, and like like why is this happening to her specifically, stuff like that. Right. I mean, uh, I love that line. She's like, "Ooh, wait, you think I'm his guardian? Am I really <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In her universe, like Thor and Asgard and stuff has to be like the craziest thing. Like these aliens who are like eternal now live in Norway and they run like you know cruises out of there. It's gotta be like, man, who wouldn't want to be related to Thor? And all this weird shit starts happening to you. Like that seems like a a probably a place a lot of people's mind might go, especially her being a, a super fan. So yeah, anyways, I thought that was I thought that was great. Uh yeah so the cat so one part that i did find weird in this episode was so her and they she goes on the driving lesson with cameron right uh, and the cousin thing 
the cousin <laughs> thing. I was I like, thought that was wait, funny. I thought that was like corny and funny though. You really did you think like I was like, wait, did she really just tell her brother this is her cousin? Like, how does he not know who their cousin is? I, I, I don't felt, know. Well, what's funny at the end, he's like, I think I know you. I remember you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they were playing because the 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 fiance was like, okay, cousin camera like uh, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like i it felt oh. like there was an air to it it, it kind of left it up in the air but at the end of the episode it kind of <clears> does <throat> come to fruition no well i think that whole scene was um like so his fiance knew like she's she's on a date yeah. and the brother's a little simple in this department where he doesn't catch on and <laughs> she knew that that was like a bad like whatever but the brother was like to show face and not be embarrassed he's just like yeah, of course I know you, cousin. You know, like he's, he's too <laughs> yeah, ashamed yeah. to be like, I don't remember you. But maybe he's just not a blunt person, and he's like yeah. too nice about it. So he's like, Yeah, yeah, of course, dude. Like he just <laughs> freaking yes and it. Did, did you and, guys? Um, did you yeah. guys think to that point like how big is their family? Uh, yes. Yeah. I was like, God, how big is their family where you wouldn't even know your cousin? You know what I mean? Or, or did you think of more like Hawaii style where it's like, oh, it's my cousin, you know, but it's like Calabash style, right? But Aww. he also said, right? He said through cousins. marriage, right? Mm, so it's like, marriage. yeah, yeah. Like how often, like you keep track of all those people too, like, you know? <laughs> but I mean, in, India has like billions of people, and that that continent is about the size of Texas, right? So that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, and it's true, like, also, you know, now at the age we are, you know, like, my mom will be like, oh, did you see so-and-so? Like, he, he um just got married. And I'm like, what? The last time I saw him, he was 10. <laughs> and he, like, yeah, he had braces, and now he's married, you know? Like, so, mm. yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's happening to me, happening to me more and more now, right, where, right. like, I could kind of get away with, or I didn't. I just thought about how big their family was, but if I start thinking about it deeper, like that kind of does seem to make sense even for how that's true. Cause like how many family parties have you gone to where you, there was a bunch of little kids. And then like you're saying years later, they're like, Oh, he was at that one party when they were tiny. And you're like, yeah, I guess I met you. Like, I don't, <laughs> I can't say I remember for sure, but I probably did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cousin. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally oh man it happens to me all the time still so right. yeah that part was that was great i i yeah i was like uh although i did have a moment where they were like when she said cousin i was like that's kind of a little incestuous but hey thrones <laughs> exist so whatever so at the end of the show or do you want to go through her little um superhero portion first what which one was um the training the or stupid the selfie kid? dummy no oh, selfie yeah, dummy yeah. oh oh, oh that that, that honestly okay i do want to talk about um kind of the the potluck they had for whatever that holiday was oh yeah i, yeah. I did like that too because it, it kind of reminded me of like bone dances yeah, you know yeah, yeah. i mean like yeah. there was a little bit i don't know I, I guess there was a lot of things that i guess i related a lot to our uh childhoods and i don't know for people who don't know bone dance is like an okinawan festival and there's like special death. food is that what it, I don't remember, yeah. remember what it's specifically for. Is it of death? Yeah, it's a, it's a celebration of the dead pretty much. Yeah. So it's, it's a good really time. Nice, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, good food. And yeah, it's like a big kind of potluck party. There's dancing and stuff. And uh, I thought that was kind of great, but I liked the whole Nakia going to the dad and kind of like blackmailing him a little bit yeah it was more like guilt a guilt shaming trip. him yeah, yeah. yeah. Trip, more like, she was more like shaming him that's yeah. true that's true yeah there was a little bit of that women going on and then i also liked the Illumin oh, illuminantes oh yeah, 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 yeah. because yeah that was funny 
Yeah, and it made sense to me. I was like, oh, that's why Multiverse of Madness had to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, because like for that one little reference, it wouldn't have made sense if Miss Marvel had Multiverse of Madness not come out first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a bigger world where the Illuminati, you know, the real world kind of definition of the Illuminati. But uh, I like the tie-in, that synergy, you know, in how, you know, whether they realize it or not, there's things in in our universe that may reflect something in an alternate universe and how it comes out may be completely different. And in this time, it's just like kind of goofy and silly. And yeah, I don't know. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, so yeah, we could get into the get into uh, stupid, selfie boy, stupid kid who likes ice cream pizza or whatever the hell that is. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, <laughs> so, so I like that dialogue was funny though. I was genuinely laughing. The dialogue was to make funny. Conversation. My uh, my dad's yeah. girlfriend uh, knew there was a person who was in Hawaii and they were hiking. And they took a selfie and they slipped and they perished. Oh, so I hope that darker. people. Well, the funny drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, in general, right? Like, how? And I'm gonna use this word really lightly. Retarded? Do you need to be to take a fucking selfie dangling outside of a fucking mosque at the top portion of it? Like, well, I mean, he yeah. wasn't trying to dangle out of it, really, he, right? Yeah, I mean, the edge. He, but I mean, it's 2022. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, For sure. I understand what why they did it. I understand why it was done. I think that hopefully people view it and say, oh, that's pretty stupid. And I hope I don't do that or people don't do that. And I get that it was a way to show Kamala's um, powers through height and elevation. Um, But I did think two things with that. Like uh, one, like if you look back at like a bunch of like, even like classic Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, like people are falling off ledges all the freaking time. It's always about height. Yeah, so I think it's just like a superhero trope. Kind of yeah. trope. Okay, yeah. She definitely and did the superhero landing. She did, I yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and and I kind of fucked everything up right after. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. The, the second thing I was going to say is like, I can't, like, if I was a parent and I was watching this with my kid, I would lean over to them and be like, don't ever take a stupid ass picture hanging yeah. off the side of anything. So if you die that way, I'm not going to bury you. Yeah, and it could have been a re- like this could have been a moment for that. Like you know, for yeah. parents to be like, hey, yeah, don't do dumb shit like this, you know? Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. It's the thing a is, like, I don't know. If, like, I can't think of like an exact moment or whatever, but like, I just remember like when you're a kid, like because you don't know any real sense of danger yet, like you just sometimes fucking think of dumb shit. And then yeah. it's not until like it goes in your favor. You're like, holy crap, that could have been real bad. Really bad. Like, yeah. and there was, you know, there's some moments like that. And like that, for yeah. instance, I mean, for him in particular, like good thing there was a hero there because it could have ended real bad. Cause yeah. yeah, like you're saying, like with the hike and um, sometimes, you know, it doesn't, you don't get to learn from your mistake. Um, but yeah, kids, some, you know, they, they do some dumb stuff sometimes. Yeah, we we yeah. did our fair of dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've done oh. dumb shit growing up. Like, yeah oh man i don't like i don't know i'm trying to think of uh, some of the like i tried to stick my head in so many railings when i was younger it's like amazing (laughs) i'm not stuck to this day i mean there's just not like a corpse of my body when i was a little kid like man i don't know why i thought it was so cool or i was like i wonder if my head would fit in so many railings and between so many stairs it was just like seven and one eighth so 
<laughs> was that in one fourth now? But yeah. Oh, one fourth now. Oh shit. Anyway, you're in group post accident. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool though. You can wear bigger hats though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That oh, like I said. Oh, but yeah. I, see, that's a that's a good example. Like, if you see a kid do that now, you're like. Yeah, yeah, I did that. You know, you can't think of one thing you did when you were younger, Drake, and you're like, man, that was super stupid. I got lucky. Uh, I, to be honest, I think it's mostly when I was able to drive. I did the stupidest stuff when I was driving. I think when I should have known better. Like, I think that's when we took the shopping carts known better. and we, <laughs> yeah. we raced them down the hill. <laughs> yeah, I remember all these things. <laughs> you guys remember that, you, you know that hill that goes up the Safeway by Scott's house? uh so me mako arakawa and um josh we got two separate shopping carts from the top of that thing got in them and just someone pushed us down <laughs> that's dumb that's dumb as fuck you're like jackass let's yeah go. exactly that's exactly <laughs> what we were doing dude we're wild boys let's yeah. go dude yeah Fucking a car could have hit us we could have like hit oh. the side <laughs> Yeah, Dude, I remember this one particular. I don't know who I was with, but I remember like, thankfully it wasn't like in our area. There's not a lot of cars driving around, but me and whoever I was with thought it was a great idea to like run out in the road, like way before cars coming, and be like, eh, and then like run back onto the sidewalk. Oh, one of those cars yeah. ended up being my dad, <laughs> and he stopped oh. and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> Get home now, and I was just like instant tears. I'm like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, he's gonna be at home. Like, oh my God. That was like, yeah, and that's a moment clearly. Like, running out in the street is the dumbest fucking thing ever. Yeah, like, I remember. Right. Like, you know, thankfully, you know, my dad was the one who saw me doing it. That was yeah. the one day I did it, and I never did it again. But yeah, yeah just so stupid. I had gotten new tires on the Malibu. And I was like, oh man, these tires are really grippy because I could feel it. And then I started to like turn my car on a on-ramp and I almost lost control. And I had a, a girlfriend in the car with me at the time. So that could have been extremely negative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a time you made your door go the opposite way on a date too. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. You did <laughs> Wait, what? That. So, let's just say there was a rock yeah. Uh, yeah. behind the door and he reversed and he tried to suicide yeah. his door freaking no because somebody somebody, uh, a female had opened that door I'm pretty sure <laughs> oh. and I wasn't aware of that situation you, like, a lot Tommy of the things it? that I did do uh, where females were involved so yeah I just think but, remember you're crazy driving too Mr. Change like change yeah it's a change like or um, let me look through my cd collection yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah. so, giant portfolio i'm like you want me to look through that buddy like, yeah <laughs> nah i'm like the i mean driver. you're still around yeah still i it's not that uh, i definitely i've changed my habits in terms of driving for sure yeah um it ain't but, worth it <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to shit on you, Drake. You brought it's up okay. driving. No, okay. no, no. But it, so, <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, I, I think what we're basically saying though is like we've all done dumb stuff. We've all yeah, done yeah, yeah, dumb yeah. things as kids, you know. And it, and I'm not saying that kid's a genius or like it was the best scene. It to me, it wasn't, but it served its purpose. And it served. Yeah. And, and you're right, Drake. Like the elevation and showing her powers, and and also like watching how easily she can slip out of focus with her powers was like. 
like yeah. very apparent. Like it kind of served a lot of purposes in that scene, you know. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I w- maybe there was a better way to do it. But like in terms of execution, like this was a lot better than Leia trying to find some red. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so. I don't know. I I didn't mind it as much. Like I I was just as irritated with that oh, kid, but I, I didn't okay. mind it. Um, yeah. So we, yeah. I I kind of liked it too. We get to see like she's really using these fists, and so it's really giving me strong comic book vibes and tie-ins, which I like that side of it. Uh, and then we get to see. What do you guys think about? So uh, I think his name is like Officer Cleary from the DODC. Um, how did you guys feel about him kind of interrogating uh, whatever Zoe? Technically illegal because she's underage and she needs a legal adult in order to be interrogated. So. <laughs> I might have to ask my attorney about that. Yeah, she, get a lawyer, dog. It's, <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. The truth. Yeah, but if she if she voluntarily said something. Yeah, she voluntarily gives the information, but yeah. um, technically also, speaking. Also, what kind of like laws does the mcu universe with the dodc have like i don't really yeah i don't know how that works because the one thing i did think about later on was that oh the last time we saw him was in spider-man and mm-hmm. i don't know he was about in spider-man the, yeah spider-man no way home yeah remember somebody takes in um takes in tom holland uh, I'm gonna mess up all it. Well, this is Zendaya, obviously, but I forgot what the and Ned. I can't remember Jason Batalon. He takes all of them in and is and is interrogating them. It's the same office. Oh, it's the same guy. Oh shit. Yeah. So, so I was like, interrogates kids, huh? <laughs> so he's already, so there's like there's already uh, like uh what do you call it? there's already like uh precedent precedent there's already precedent yeah. for him doing that. So I, I didn't think about it too much. Uh. But also, like, uh, yeah, it's just interesting that he's he is constantly going and rounding up these kids. And also, what's the time frame between between No Way Home and Miss Marvel? Because is she in school the same time as Tom Holland or as Peter Parker, Tom Holland? You know what I mean? Because I was like, wow, is he just like literally going around and like chasing kids down? So, mm. so I guess what I'm trying yeah, to say yeah, too, yeah. like the bigger overarching thing is like, I wonder if he is going to be the big villain. Like, I don't know. That's, I kind of almost feel like he's got something up his sleeve and he might actually be like the big bad since we haven't seen it yet. Potentially. Mm-hmm. But then towards the end of the actual show, right, where Kamran ends up picking up Kamala, and then in the back seat is the person that she's been envisioning the entire time. Like, doesn't that kind of solidify a lot of the um, ancestral vibes, and also to like that there is more to, I guess, potentially Kamala's family or lineage than we know of in in the in in the sense of the the show. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's you know because. They really went in depth to with that story, and I got a little confused. But her dad was telling the brother's fiance the story about was it the great grandma who got her daughter onto the train, but then the great grandma disappeared, or like I got confused by that. Yeah, but, yeah, the great the great grandma yeah. got the grandma onto the train. Grandma, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and the great grandma was the one that brought the family shame, right? Yes. And then, 
and the Illuminati's were talking about her and how she like did something terrible, but they were being pretty vague. Like they, I think they might have even said like she killed someone, right? I don't know. Anyways, I remember that. But. Oh yeah, yeah, like one of the wives is like, "Oh, I heard she killed someone or whatever." While all the mother hens were gossiping. Yeah, yeah, we're clucking out. But um, out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So that I don't know. I guess you're right. Um, I'm just wondering. I guess maybe it will be. We we, you know, uh, I don't know if that's too much of a spoiler alert about Cameron, but. Um, you know, in the comics, he was less than stellar and he was working for another inhuman baddie. And I wonder if that inhuman baddie is supposed to be the lady that was in the back of the car. Potentially. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because didn't he have a power? Didn't he have a power, though, in the, the comic? Yeah, he he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like, it's like, you know, it's like there's spoilers for this episode. It's like, is that too much a spoiler for the season? The even though, yeah, the series, even though it's part of the comics, but uh, well, I think just they, a, they did an article on CBR as well, too, that talked about it right after that episode. Oh, really? So I think it's out. It's out there. It's out there. Right. Okay. So, yeah, he he becomes an inhuman the, the same day Miss Marvel becomes an inhuman in the comics. And yeah, well, how much of his uh superpowers will we see i i don't know but it was kind of in even in her little daydream when she was daydreaming about him she was in purple and he was in like the neon blue that he looks like in the comic so i thought that was another cool little easter egg that they threw in there mm, that is cool yeah so yeah re- really liking it i'm glad um yeah, there's only uh, one more sleep. Also, another thing we didn't talk about when we were talking about Obi Wan, like, does anybody else feel like they should, like, Disney Plus should never release two shows on the same night again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's too much to watch, and also too, it takes the if one isn't better than the other, then what's the, what's the jam? Yeah, it like takes away the 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 attention away from the <clears throat> one that's, yeah, the one that's like shittier. Yeah, but uh, but I guess like HBO and stuff does that, right? Like they'll have like their drama and then their like comedy and all that on the same night. I think so. They it was interesting. They did like hacks on Fridays and they did like another show. Was it Barry on Sundays? Yeah, but but I would I would even say they're two different genres though, right? So you can kind of make you have different expectations of them, whereas the, mm. these are more like action adventure, like historical in terms of comic books and like movies and things as such. So I think there's more expectations there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. Dude, they're yeah. just trying to make their Wednesday the new Friday or something. But I agree, like... That's what Loki said. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he, said? Like, he said, Wednesdays are the new Fridays. <laughs> that was my best uh, Tom Hiddleston impression. I'm getting nailed it, dude. I thought he was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's my thanks <laughs> oh that was fucking funny <laughs> right on well yeah that's that's kind of all i got about uh miss marvel uh yeah i don't know if you guys got any thoughts or we could kick things off with the boys the, the boys. boys let's hear it for the boys let's hear it for the boys thank you scott you were supposed to do that um Sorry. all right <laughs> You're a sicky guy. Come on. Uh, yeah, the boys this week. Damn. Uh, whew, whew. This was a lot. That's all. I, lot. I, that's all that's kind of coming to mind for me. Um, Scott, since you have such a best singing voice, and this episode had 
some singing. Oh, oh you yeah, kicked I did. us off. <laughs> Same song. Let's hear it for the vibes. Um, <laughs> this episode was pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> great, sorry. great description. There is a lot going on the screen right now. Use more um, words. People <laughs> yeah. listening can't see all the chaos happening. On There's the chaos. Turtles yeah, yeah. Screen it's, right now. It's badness. Um, do me a quick favor and um, tell me how it started again, and I will take it from there. Uh, How did the voice um, kick off again? With Shoot. its theme song, duh. What, what was How it? did it start again? No. no, I think it was... Um, uh, 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 what is that fucking guy? So, so we... Um, I want to say it was Mother's Milk and he was watching... Um, he was watching Soldier Boy get tortured. Am I, am I close or am I way off? Watching Soldier Boy get tortured yeah, in the... Yeah, because he was watching it on the screen. I think they were still in Moscow, and or was this the last week's episode? I might be getting confused, but I found I saw him. He was watching him get tortured, and they're like putting the knife to his eye. They're like shooting a machine gun in his mouth. Or was that last oh. week's episode? Oh no, yeah, uh, I think I'm getting those blended. Right? Yeah, it's kind of. I'm pretty sure. Um, Let's just they were doing that. yeah because last week you he, you just saw him come out of that tube right and then you this like, week we got to kind of see the testing mm-hmm. um, he like havocs yeah, yeah. he havocs Kimiko and here they're like she's not healing and meanwhile like they're in the van like they're driving somewhere and uh, yeah so I think this week's episode they start off with like I guess they stole some data from that facility and yeah he's watching. Um, yeah, him just get like like the craziest torture ever, and so that's kind of where it starts. And then they the boys get back to America, and it seems like Mother's Milk is pretty pissed at Butcher, uh, Huey, uh, yeah, for using the V, right? Couple V, right? Yeah, he, he needed to have morals. He was talking about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, Mother Milk, Mother's Milk is not about it. They're talking about. Um, they're trying to convince him, like, dude, like, just use it this one time. Like, it's we're trying to take out. Um, well, he's butchers phrasing in the way, right? Like, we're you're gonna get your revenge on um, Soldier Boy, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, we're gonna use it to capture him. Um, which in the end is you, you find is different, but um, yeah, this episode was cool. I like the whole even like focusing on Mother's Milk, I like that. <clears throat> Like, even him and his relationship with his daughter and, like, the new, like, the stepdad that she's with is, like, really big on Homelander. And, yeah. like, he's just not about it because he, he knows what Homelander's really like. And he's seeing, like, the um, the similarities about how he felt about Soldier Boy growing up. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then, you know, Soldier Boy ended up killing up killing his family and whatnot. Um, that whole scene, I thought he was going to, like, beat the crap out of that dad yeah um, i thought so too i was keep alluding to uh soldier boy and uh what happened with him and mother smoke's family and yeah. i want to i really want to see what what soldier boy did and i feel like they're gonna show us i they're probably gonna show us um the boys usually does a pretty good job of showing us all the graphic things they can so mm-hmm. i can see them um putting that scene in um yeah yeah but that that whole it's interesting seeing like how um, addictive V is as well. Like mm, mm-hmm. they're basically jonesing for it, especially um, Huey. Huey, 
he's like, he couldn't take his eyes off it when they popped the trunk. And he's just trying to be like super cool about it. Like, oh yeah, I'll help. But like, you, you can see it. Like, he's like, I need it now. And he's trying to figure out a way to like justify taking it. Even when um, Starlight is like, dude, just walk away. Like, let, right. let Butcher them do this. Like, you don't have to do this. Like, you mm-hmm. literally don't have to be here. But he, he enjoys the power so much. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it seems like it makes sense for Huey, right? Because he's been powerless like this whole freaking time, right? Yeah. He's been yeah. he's been the subject to like all these soups torturing him and everything, and it's like I, I like he's finally got a chance to like even the playing field, you know? Exactly. And, and I get I out of everybody, like it's totally justified why he would want to take that shit mm-hmm. and just like yeah, get even. So, uh, yeah, he gets some pretty cool powers too. He gets like Nightcrawler powers, but his clothes don't go with him. I thought that was kind of yeah. kind of funny. I, I wonder if he's gonna figure out maybe how to get his clothes to come with him eventually if he gets that far. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the mother mother's milk of his all, all is he's like becoming one of my favorite characters. Like mm-hmm. he it just um yeah I mean he's just a badass dude, good like strong morals and like yeah I mean he's just at the end of the day he just wants to be a good dad. And like he just wants like his parent, like his parents' killer to be avenged. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and it's just like yeah, but he's not willing to compromise, you know, his um, morals and, and values, yeah. Yeah, to, to make it happen. So yeah, that, that was great. It was cool, like, all right, now we're finally getting uh what's his name? Jensen Ackles in he's back, he escapes, he comes back to America and or he like sneaks back to America and dude, he goes like full, like ballistic on that one building and just like demolishes yeah. it. That Which was, was cool. It's like, he, this is like how it was in the comics with civil war in the Marvel mm-hmm. series. It was like that. Nintendo just blew up like this giant, you know, area. And it got into this whole, like, do do we need to know who superheroes are or not? But I, I thought it was cool to like, incorporate something like that like yeah that was crazy um just seeing him like like he it's like he can't control it right he has to let out a certain amount of energy every once in a while yeah and like told the devastation of that building was gnarly mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty gruesome and then you can see like there's some people that are kind of next to him and they just get evaporated yeah it just yeah. Like, it's so he's crazy freaking strong do you think so are you guys thinking too, like if he doesn't just like completely jack you up, do you think his power that he unleashes just stops you from having a power? Potentially. Because that's, that's what, what I think. Like I think it's with- like that radiation and you know, it's maybe it, it either maybe it's temporary or it's just like it cancels out the V that's in them. It's like mm-hmm. the cure almost. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe, yeah, I think you're right about the radiation, though, like something about it. Because they kept using the Geiger counter, that like, you know, like ticking thing. That was, yeah, that was cool. So obviously, like, dude's got, like, been hanging out in a, like, nuclear facility for too long. Yeah, they've been shooting up, shooting him up with all kind of different stuff, too, right? So, yeah, yeah. The other one, the other interesting thread I thought in this episode was the A train thread with him and blue hawk uh you know he was trying to get that meeting with blue hawk and they were like whatever nobody cares about this and he's like you gotta do this public apology and 
I was like, all right, but oh my god, the way he like kind of goes off on those people in there it was just like that was that was yeah. that was brutal. I thought A Train was like gonna be like, you know what? Like as soon as he saw his cousin on the ground, mm-hmm. um broke, well then we didn't see it then. I thought he was gonna snap then and use his powers and like mm-hmm. beat the shit out of that dude. But then also when he's in the hospital and they're like he may never walk again, and he saw him on TV doing the interview. I was like, oh, is, is he going to just, like, fuck it, let's risk it, and, like, super speed over there and, like, just punch a hole through this guy? Like, that's what I, I was expecting, but... Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, he might get his revenge at some point. Or... They got to do... Yeah, because it's like, when's the last time we've seen uh, A-Train use his powers? It's yeah. been a while. Yeah, I thought he couldn't because of his risk. heart, no? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I know it's like, a he risk. Might die, but... but there, yeah, there's got to be... But he has—I mean, he has to. I think that's the thing that it's like—it's building up enough tension to where not enough people respect him. He keeps choosing the wrong side. He, you know, he doesn't really stand for anything. And I think it's just gonna finally force him to just snap and be like, you know what? I'm over this. And you know, like hell or high water. I, I mean, I don't know. Even if I die, I think it's gonna be worth it for me to kind of, you know, risk it. But um, right, and I thought that's why I thought that was gonna be that moment. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was just surprised. Yeah, but it just, yeah, I don't know if it was it his cousin or his brother, but he's just like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. the doctor was telling him he may never walk again. I'm like, like, how did he, how did you not want to just beat the shit out of him? So, yeah, exactly. No, actually, yeah, I think it was his, I think it is his brother, yeah. I, I think Blue so. Because he's like, uh, no, 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 no. the guy was, Blue Hawk. The, the brother was like the, the coach, the running coach, and like the, oh, trainer. yeah. Uh, yeah. Blue Wait, Hawk was a piece of work too, though. Isn't that the same guy who Blue Hawk hurt, though? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. exactly. But I think I called exactly. him his yeah. cousin when I was explaining. Oh. Him. I think yeah. yeah. Sorry, I got confused. Yeah, no worries. But yeah, uh, there was just and, and and then also we got um, what's that guy? The legend in it as well. The legend was a interesting. I guess he's pulled out of the comics too. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like uh, little Nina, Nina. Mad about but, you. Oh, that guy? Yeah, yeah. He, well, Some I forgot guy, what that yeah. actor's name is, but uh, yeah, I think you're right. He isn't mad about you. He's been in a bunch of stuff. But I was like, but did you think, Drake, when you were looking at that, you're like, did you think those pictures were like probably real pictures that he had? I mean, I would assume because he's a popular actor. I mean, Mad About You was like on USA with wings and shit like that. That was like the epitome of that mm-hmm. era of um, sitcom. Yeah, yeah. He's been an actor for a while, so I felt like some of those... Uh, yeah, some of those pictures might actually be real ones. Uh, Cobes, any any question? Are we giving too much away? I know you weren't able to watch it, but uh, what are your thoughts just hearing us kind of talk about this l- latest episode? It sounds cool, man. Like, I definitely need to watch it. I just haven't had the time, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty into this Ninja Turtle game. We're getting kind of rocked by these stone guys. Yeah. <laughs> like what you did there yeah yeah you're totally right uh yeah so next week's episode for the boys i heard is called hero gasm and i guess it's in it's uh this event that happens in the comics where all the heroes kind of just get together and have an orgy oh man <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna see Bo- watch see that Bo- one so have we seen Boots no. in the show yet? I think we have. Boots all dick, eh? I yeah, know. Yeah. If, if we can see some dog. Oh, did you guys see that, see some that TikTok thing I sent or 
It was like um, the giant Describe it. penis looked like it was a practical set. Like they like, oh, made yeah. a giant penis <laughs> so the yeah. guy could walk in it. I also saw a video of a Mexican soccer team coming out of a tunnel that was shaped just like the dick from episode one <laughs> as well. What the fuck? So, yeah, uh, which is pretty hilarious also. Uh, but yeah, the boys, man, there were so many threads this week, and I think it was hard to remember because there were so many stories, and it bounced around so much this episode. Um, but it still worked, and it still was was crazy. Uh, and we kind of got a, a little bit of an alliance between Billy Butcher and Soldier Boy now, right? So that's going to be interesting too. Like, is is Soldier Boy on their side, or is it the enemy of my enemy is my friend? You know, like that's kind of mm-hmm. what I wonder how they're going to spin that. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm really liking kind of this Soldier Boy character, even though he he's kind of an asshole right now. But I think it's it's kind of he he seems like a perfect fit for the boys and. Uh, be good oh we didn't even talk about the whole musical number which again this is what i'm saying like there's so many little stories it was like yeah what is going it was just yeah it was one of those like episodes for me i was like wait what is going on and i probably would like i was probably taking my sleepy time edible when i was watching it as i was like what in the hell am i like super high or is this like really (laughs) happening happening? yeah because it was crazy um i you know i like that moment like just because um it's um Frenchie and oh, what's her name? Kimiko. 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 Frenchie and Kimiko are sharing a moment. They're watching a musical on the laptop. And um, it looks like she's like about to speak and she kind of has like, you know, she's speaking. And like um, that moment at first, you're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, it's so exciting for this character because like, you know, she that's all she really wants to do. Mm-hmm. But then she starts singing and then it goes into like this fantasy. And then you're like, I'd, I'd like the scene because it did bring that this episode was kind of a downer. Like it was a lot mm-hmm. of like heavy shit that happened. So it was kind of a, like a, a lighter side of the episode, but it, that yeah. itself was also sad. Cause you're like, fuck, she's dreaming this. Like it's not happening. Like she's not speaking. And this is just like all the things she wants to happen. So right. I, I thought it was really nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and and that's a real with, voice. Yeah. Like, man, she actually has a pretty great voice and yeah. the dancing. I was like, Frenchie can dance, dude. Like he, had he was like, moves. he could dance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. I, I think that's one thing I noticed. It was, it was, it's tough for me to watch like the boys and Obi Wan because Obi Wan, there's no levity in Obi Wan too. You know what I mean? Like, there's like even Kumal, Kumal, like he really doesn't get like a lot of funny things in it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the boys, like even though it's funny, uh, yeah, like some of the shit is just so gnarly. It's hard to. Yeah, yeah, it can be a pretty big downer for me. Yeah, but yeah, this yeah this episode kind of had had it all, and um oh yeah so, so yeah I don't know we can I don't want to like Kobe didn't watch it so I don't want to like completely uh, feel, it's fine so. you can you guys can definitely you sure? um, we we yeah. made it this far we I know, okay so the the ending where they like they basically roofy oh come on oh and, um, yeah and they. They hand over, um, I forget her name, like part of the old team with Soldier Boy over to Soldier Boy. And then he just goes like nuclear on her. And that's when they address like, hey, you want to join the team? Yeah, and then there's that, that moment where um, Starlight oh. is telling Huey basically, um, like, 
dude, you can just step aside. Like, I get what they're doing. There's no changing that. Like, Butcher and um, Soldier Boy, they're going to do what they're going to do. But, like, honestly, dude, like, you don't have any training. Yeah, you have powers right now, but, like, you don't even know how to, like, like, Butcher is way more capable of, like, picking up powers and just applying them more than you. CIA is. agent. Yeah, and he was Starlight's just a dude. like, dude, just, like, stay out of this. Like, I don't want you to die. And he's like, definitely jonesing for powers. Super Science is getting ripped apart, up. too. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. There's like, yeah, Super Sonic, and he's had powers and he got home. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, Huey still chooses to go with Butcher. So I thought that was a pretty crazy moment there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. definitely not going to get any of that anymore. Yeah, we blew it. Yeah. Oh, and freaking Butcher sleeps with Maeve. Oh, and yeah. Butcher sleeps with Maeve. Yeah. Which was pretty interesting. Will Maeve have a butcher baby? You know what's funny? Like, um, cause like, just to make it like a Gore the God butcher reference, but like Billy uh-huh. Butcher is, it was very much like all of the soups gotta go. Just like Gore the God butcher is like all God's gotta go. Like, it was just like, yeah, that was the sentiment he was telling to Maeve, right? It was like, all of all of you, all soups gotta go. You know, and then he's like, all with great power turns you into a great big cut so yeah he's his uh what is he doing like a scottish or some sort of his accent is great for being an australian right yeah yeah i guess he's doing maybe like a cockney british accent maybe i don't know but yeah you're right it's it's so good oh are we at shredder i think we're at shredder oh no we're sold yeah uh but so yeah another fantastic episode of the boys a lot happened it's gonna be pretty wild i can't believe we gotta wait till friday to see what happens next but uh yeah this one i almost feel like i could watch twice and uh you know and just kind of get everything like there's like you can't watch this episode on one viewing and then kind of get everything out of it Excuse yeah. me, there's like way too many like details and story storylines going on and whatnot. So and do we know how many more episodes there are? I don't. What was this episode five? So I yeah. think last season was like eight or nine. So okay. maybe we got like three or four more episodes, I would guess. But but we know that mm-hmm. uh, uh episode four is already confirmed. So we're gonna Oh yeah. season four. Season four season four. Sorry, yeah, yeah. season four. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, right on. What was the next thing? So we did watch some other things that I uh, highly recommend. Uh, yeah. And it stars somebody who kind of just plays themselves, but plays themselves to like the one millionth degree. And it was the unbearable weight of massive talent. Do you want to take it away, Scott? <clears throat> uh, yeah. So it was so- good. <laughs> This movie was really good. You should check it out. Um, <laughs> oh, cool. And oh, okay. review done. And a uh, review. Um, nice. Yeah, this movie was like one of those movies that like got better as I was watching it. Like, um, it's, yeah, it starts with Nick Cage and he's like wanting to, he's not getting the roles like he used to. Um, this movie's kind of meta and he's like, he thinks that's his primary like you know, he feels oh like this is art gosh. form. He needs to do that. His family wants him home more. Um, 
he ends up getting like this gig where he gets to, or not gets to, where, where he goes to this like island for this guy's birthday party sort of thing. And he's like, okay, well, he's come to this realization. Like after this, I'm just going to retire that. Like, it seems like, you know, maybe acting is, I'm done with that. And what's interesting is he has like this um, other Nick Cage that appears and like, will he'll bounce like ideas off of and only he sees him. And it's like Nick Cage with the, leather jacket do we know what nick cage that's from like what movie because i'm no. assuming it's from a movie gone in 60 seconds is he in gone in 60 seconds no he, nicholas nick cage, cage? Yeah, nicholas cage? Like the, what watch that movie again i remember loving that movie and i did not remember it being him that dude nicholas cage and angelina jolie are you crazy right now i know that was like i need to watch that movie again i love that movie that's why <laughs> Yeah, he was Leonardo DiCaprio in Inception. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> was he in Titanic? It's, uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, but yeah, so he ends up going to this um, this party that's on this island, and um, he Majorca. runs into Pe- Pedro Pascual or Pascal, sorry, and he's he goes by Javi in the movie, Javi. and like he's like the biggest Nick Cage fan. And um, they end up growing to be like best friends. And it's just like the dialogue in this movie and like their friendship is just so silly and funny. Mm-hmm. Like that this is one of those moments, like as the movie went on, it just like got funnier and better. Like they <laughs> yeah. took drugs together and like they end up like they're like, we gotta write a first hobby, like has a screenplay, and then Nick Cage hasn't read it yet. And then they end up like writing their own screenplay together, and they end up saying like oh like it should be about like right now our friendship and like they're basically describing the movie we're seeing right now and like yeah the whole thing is like so meta and just just funny and it just like it just keeps kind of like twisting as well like you you're like okay i get the gist i think i know where this is going and then there's like another twist and it's it's a really good movie surprising really funny better than Um, pig huh yeah, well, different, different, different movie. Different, different yeah. movie. Just um, different. Yeah, this movie kind of reminded me, like, in the same vein of, like, what is it, The Good Guys? Or um, yeah. something like that, where it's, like, it could be, like, these are, like, two actors who are normally in serious roles, and mm. you get to see, like, their silly, funny side of them, which I always like seeing. I'm a big fan of comedy, and I love when, like, serious actors get to do comedy um mm-hmm. and this yeah. one yeah it, it really was great now yeah what, like, what do you think tom no i think you perfectly described it like, i almost don't know if i could add anything to that yeah it's just the relationship between them is just so fun and funny and, and in like the weirdest way in this dire situation where people are getting kidnapped and killed like their relationship is just cute like I, yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, it, and uh, yeah, you. I think it's something you. You're like, man, I want to just be friends with somebody who gets me like that, you know. And then they, you know, they they get to do something that they're both passionate about, and 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 yeah, life is trying to get in the way of it, but they just, you know, they just keep finding a way back to each other, and uh, there's still tension, and there's still things kind of happening on the periphery that are like, oh crap, like this is really freaking bad, but yeah, yeah, oh gosh, this is uh, Pedro Pascal is just such a cutie in this movie. That's right, I said it. <laughs> no, he is. Yeah, it's like this genuine, like 
like they 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 take on like this like um, like there are two little kids that are just like especially when they're on drugs and they have this scene that you've seen in the commercials where they're like on the wall and they're trying to get over that wall yeah like stepbrothers like, but like no it's like i, I don't know um it, yeah they're just so genuinely their characters yeah i don't know how to explain it but yeah yeah it's beyond like Step brothers is like obviously like a comedy like some of the dialogue is is so ridiculous it's comedic where this is like the dialogue is genuine but acted so ridiculous it's comedic yes yeah because um like for instance like it kicks off with um javi bringing this this they're like their friendship basically kind of kicks off with javi bringing nick cage up to this like um this cliff area and like nick cage is like it seems like he has like a hangover one night he's like dude i just want to sleep in and like no when javi says to do something you do it so he's like oh like now he's in this car with him and like he's like wearing a robe they go up to this place and they're up at this cliff and like Javi's trying to talk to him and like in order to relate it's almost like he goes back to like little kids where you just make pretend he throws himself in this character he's like they're after us and blah 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 and Nick Cage is like dude drop the shit I don't want to be here like what the fuck's going on and then he keeps leaning into it and then Nick Cage is like all right yes and and then he like he like jumps into it and they're both like we gotta go and they jump off this cliff and then nick cage's like oh fuck like mid jump because he's like i didn't know this cliff was that fucking high like what the hell yeah he's like i didn't know it was yeah the (laughs) cliff was yeah you said it yeah sorry and then he's like (laughs) no but it it is funny because because you see it you're like oh shit and then you hear him going like oh shit like like mid jump but um and then yeah then their friendship just like kicks off from there where they're like it's just they were like so in tune to each other. It was the kind of chemistry I didn't expect to. I didn't know I wanted from these two actors. Like I, it'd be great to see them in another movie, like together. They, they, their chemistry in the film as like best friends was like really good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and I don't know if it's like the writing and stuff, but like you're saying, like the it's like the overacting, like it's like over dramatized and stuff. Like it seemed like kids just being over dramatic, but. They're good actors, so it makes you it really makes you believe that they are these people overacting versus someone overacting. So yeah, it was it was done really well. Um, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely yeah. recommend it. it was, it was whole fun. lot of strawberries on this one. It's, it's yeah, a whole lot of strawberries. Bundles of strawberries, briars, whatever. Bundles they, or bushels. Wherever you get bundles them in, bushels. bushels and barrels. Oh. Strawberry fields. Bundles, bushels, barrels, baskets, butts. <laughs> nice good, good alliteration all the things you can put strawberries in uh yeah <laughs> right Something like a strawberry butt uh all right so last thing of the <gasps> night yes comic book club yes nice we're getting wow so legit it was so legit dude this this series has been fucking awesome i'm yeah. sucked in Agreed. Damn it, I'm Thank so you. bummed that I was not able to. Yeah. Um, Some of the other ones, this. you're kind of just like, oh, I got to read this. And this one's like, oh, fuck, I can't stop reading this. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, this is freaking cray cray. I really um, I really hope they use a lot of the stuff from this because I said, I said that to me. Yes. Mm. Yeah, they mm, did Scott. a great job. So the huh? this uh, that we read, the issues we read this past week were Thor. Was it the Mighty? No, it's not the Mighty Thor. 
Why can't I? God of Thunder. God of Thunder. Yeah, Thor, yeah. God of Thunder. That's right. By Jason Aaron. And man, uh, yeah, it was a 2012. And it was the introduction of Gore. And it is so good. Uh, oh, yeah, Cobes, take, take it away on this one since uh, we haven't got you in here in a while. <laughs> so um, this comic book takes place in three timelines simultaneously. One when Thor is young. And he's kind of gallivanting around. He doesn't really have, uh, he's not worthy of Mojner yet. Um, in the present, where he's kind of just doing his superhero thing, and in like the distant future, where he's the last god left, and he's like pretty much as badass as Odin is at that point. Mm, and we just badass. get introduced, we just get introduced to, um, or Thor, Thor stumbles upon um, in, in each timeline, gods are getting killed, and he, um, he kind of goes and investigates why this is happening. And um, yeah, that is the synopsis. Yeah, totally. Uh, Sounds sick. Yeah. So yeah, you're totally right. Uh, And yeah, we get to see like young kind of cocky Thor in one. We get to see Avengers Thor. Uh, You know, there's a little bit of interaction with Iron Man for a split second. And uh, and then we kind of get to see more of what we saw maybe in the trailer for Thor Love and Thunder, where there's like those black berserkers and mm. they're extensions of gore. But uh, yeah, you finally in the last issue we read, which I think we said two through six, I, I also wanted to read one just so I could kind of, yeah. I don't know, get a little bit better feel of you know the story overall and you don't um one starts off with him walking into this place with these dead gods and they're like massive like mm. massive in the sense that they're like super tall they might be like 20 feet tall and like their bodies they're are way bigger than him yeah Finding yeah out about, yeah right and they're like massacred like all over this kind of like temple cave thing that they dwell in or whatever. Basically, basically they're asgard Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, great point. Yeah. It's kind of like they're, they're Asgard and yeah. And so he, yeah. Yeah. So I think you did a perfectly good job of, of explaining. Yeah. Why he's out there and why he's investigating, but there's a part where um, as young Thor, uh, he finally catches up with Gore and he uh, again, he doesn't have me on air, but he uh, gets stuck in this cave, like trapped with him and Gore starts torturing him. And Gore's like, I haven't had a god last longer than what was it, nine days? Right, I think is what he says. He's mm. like, yeah, he's like, by day nine, like you're going to be wishing I kill you. Mm. And then it's like at like day seventeen, and Thor's still hanging in there. But you can tell like he is messed up, like seriously <laughs> messed up. But Thor's followers, the humans of the North you come in and basically like save him at one of the last minutes. And yeah, it kind of, I thought that was a, a kind of a, a beautiful example too, of like Thor, you know, Gore associates all gods with somebody who is up there in Mount Olympus, this unreachable place who cares not about the problems of the people below and, and doesn't give a shit about, you know, what other lower life forms are dealing with yet they want all this praise and admiration and uh yeah um 
Yeah. And those, and for having those people come in and save him at the last second was, I thought that was like kind of a cool juxtaposition too. Like Thor is not just like every other God, like the people who follow him actually do love him and care about him enough to where they would risk death over to, to save him, you know, really, you know, yeah, just that. Yeah. I, um, I mimic a lot of the things that you guys are saying, like <clears throat> a lot of, um, the story was going through the identity of Gore, the God butcher and like what he represents through the eyes of Thor. Cause you, again, you see young Thor, who's a God who doesn't really give a shit. And, you know, at once in a while we'll visit um, certain people and things. There's this one point in time where he visits this uh, smaller female character on a different planet who um, doesn't have gods, but he heard her prayer. So he dropped down there. And then he talked to the older guy and he's like, Hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. This was an episode or um, the first one where he finds out where all of their gods had been murdered. <clears throat> and so I believe that was, no, that was still. Oh, that, that was the first issue. Yeah. Where yeah. That was the first issue, but that was, um, was that Thor with Molnir or. or yeah. That, 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 was, that was present Thor. That's so why that he, was, he, he gets to that yeah. place. He's like, Oh, why is she praying to me? How come she's yeah, not yeah. praying to your gods? Exactly. And so now you're seeing it through the view of like he's understanding where he is and what his responsibilities are and mm -hmm. then you have old thor odin thor right who's like i've had all these responsibilities and i failed and so it all culminates to this idea of what gore the garbager eliminating the majority of life or gods i should say getting to the precipice of what he's doing in i think books six or six through eight where you're kind of getting a sense of like what he's trying to do um and then, uh, I mean, it just kind of goes, it culminates to a point of like, at the end, uh, to a degree, right, you can see the trajectory that Gore the God Butcher is going on. If he, if he's the ultimate God killer, you know, he is in a sense, Our the God. last God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that was exposition. Yeah, that was cool. Like that, that priest kind of calling him out, you know, like if you kill all the gods, you know, there will still be one left. And he was like, what are you talking about? And, it, and it, he looks at him, he's like, how dare you? How dare you call me one of them? You know, it's like, in his mind, like being a god is like, uh, yeah, it's almost like, a, I don't know, a slur or mm. yeah, like, yeah. So it's cool. It's It's definitely a unique take. I've never seen mm. anything or read anything kind of like this um yeah i'm digging it. I'm, I'm gonna yeah i want to continue reading it uh i don't know i i wonder if we should read into like mighty thor for the next mm. book series or but i think i do want to finish this one it's really cool yeah it's really yeah, good it is it is yeah i think this one though it it, it goes it's deep it's like 25 it is. issues oh so, shit um, I, I mean okay yeah if we're trying to prepare for the movie but um one other cool theme I want to bring up was how like Thor kind of does uncover how like um what's the word? What's like a word for uncaring? How callous the gods are. Like when he goes to that library and he's like, Oh, um, I, I want a list of all the gods that are going missing. And it's like yeah. the list is so huge, and he's like, Oh, I think these guys are dead. And the god over there is like, nah, dude, they're they're just taking a break. Don't worry about it. Gods come and go. And sure yeah, enough, he goes yeah. to he goes to investigate, and they're all fucking dead. All yeah. dead, yeah. But also shows like maybe how out of touch they are too. Yeah, like, they, yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was trying to get at. Like they're oh, just callous oh. and out of touch. Like they don't give a fuck about anything except themselves, kind of. 
right yeah which is why gore part of the reason why gore is um trying to punish them and getting into gore's background right because i do a little tidbit about where he came from he had a Mm -hmm. wife and kids and then his the people on the planet which was much like tatooine were like uh, had to become nomadic because there was not enough uh, availability for food and things like that and his children ended up dying his his wife ended up dying with a baby inside of her and then um all of a sudden two of these quote-unquote gods who now he knows is real have dropped down and one is killing the other instead of helping the one who asked for help he murders both and something connects to him into which gives him the powers that he has to continue to murder gods so that's also another bigger idea as well too where did that weapon come from right right yeah i think it's yeah uh, i won't say it if if you don't want to know but i i I think i know where the weapon comes from (laughs) these nuts oh (laughs) shit oh you got it Uh, you just funny though um i i read just like i got to read the first page of the the thor thing but i thought it was just hilarious how it introduces him i don't think we have other heroes that are like this but um he's like I've eaten more goats than the frost giant, drank enough meat to drown a dozen sailors, and made love to half the women in the village. I just thought it was funny. He's like, I'm just sleeping with all the ladies that are probably married or whatnot. But there's not really another hero that's like, yeah, like I will conquer all the women, which is pretty funny. I I doubt they're going to put it in the movie, but I'm just like, yeah, of course. They might, dude. They might. I guess it's it's probably the past, too, right? Yeah. 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 Well, like maybe that's the thing. Like he does it until, like, he he is just hooking up with all the ladies till he sees Jane Foster. Like, oh, Jane's back. You know, like, oh my God. Oh, that's true. Changes everything because Taika said for this one, it's more of a love story. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's going to be tight. I think, um, they mention Guardians of the Galaxy uh, inside of the, the one of the comics as well, too. Oh, I'm uh, Thor, God of uh, Thunder, Son of Asgard, Guardian of the Galaxy, Avenger, et cetera, et cetera. So that was kind of interesting, too, to see more mm. of those connections inside of the book. Yeah, nice. Right on. Yeah, it does seem like, yeah, they're getting um, the Guardians of the Universe kind of storyline mixed with... Thor, God of Thunder, mixed with the mighty Thor of James Foster run. So, yeah, it's cool. Like, hopefully they just take the best parts out of this. But Gore, for sure, is going to be an amazing villain to see on screen. Christian Bale, yeah. dog. Let's go. Yeah. I, I mean, I I do get why they changed his look from the comics. I I, I like the look from the comics, but um, I, I think just if I can – divorce that from my mind that yeah this is still that gore it's gonna be insane so yeah can't wait can't wait right and i saw the um trailer version of him before i really looked at like what it looks like in the comics and from the trailer he looks intimidating yeah so um i'm I'm, I'm cool with it you know yeah you should bail man yeah, Christian Bale. It's gonna be crazy. Also, like, um, I, you know, I'm not the first person to say this, but does anybody feel like uh, Russell Crowe is gonna die within like the first ten minutes of us? Probably. I feel like there's Dude, no way he survives. Yeah, it's like what that one scene he's in, right, in the trailer. Yeah, that's like, um, what's that movie we talked about with um, Shannon Chatham, Chatham, and um. Sandra Bullock, the one with on that. Oh, island. Lost City. But Brad Pitt, like, Lost City. so, yeah, yeah, Lost City. Like, in the trailers, all this, 
the stuff they show with Brad Pitt are basically all you get of Brad Pitt. Like, because up until that point, he dies in the movie. Like, yeah. So I, I think it's going to be something like that, where, like, they're showing you, like, hey, this guy's in it, and then he's just going to die off. So, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think it'll be pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be good. Plus, we got like the Taika humor in there too. So there's so much going for this movie. Uh, I'm gonna try to not get my expectations up, but man, it's there's too much right. It can't go wrong. I know Ragnarok was the <laughs> shit, so you can only assume though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, as long as it feels like a Taika movie, I'm cool with it. Because mm. at this point, that's what I want to see. So. Yeah. True. True. Well, right on. Yeah, I would. I think next week we read the mighty Thor. Obviously, we can read it on our own, and let's. Uh, we can still read Thor: God of Thunder on our own. And and if there's things that we want to bring to the table next week, let's do it. Uh, but yeah, we'll read the mighty Thor, the Jane Foster run, and uh, yeah, because because honestly, that run, from what I understand, it doesn't happen unless this gore storyline happens. So. Oh okay. Yeah, there's there's that tie in there. So. A lot of great things ahead. Uh, man, I can't wait for more Miss Marvel. I can't wait for Obi-Wan to be done. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, we got some great stuff coming for us this week. And yeah, we will catch you guys next week for more joystick goodness. Enjoy the shtick. Yeah. Good night, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please like, follow, and subscribe. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us on Twitch, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K. S-H-O-W, Joystick Show. Or if you feel like submitting topics or asking questions to be discussed on further episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. Peace out and make it a great rest of your week.